Welcome back to the Fangirl Forum. I'm your host, Meredith Loftus, a.k.a. your friendly neighborhood fangirl. Six weeks ago, we were introduced to a brand new Disney Plus MCU series with a character who has been around since 2011. That's right, a decade. Loki has brought us into the world of the TVA, variants, Mobius, and his love of jet skis, alligator Loki, and now a whole new MCU with infinite possibilities. There is just way too much to get into after that season one finale. And I don't want to miss any minutes of this conversation. So as always, I'm not alone. Returning to the Fangirl Forum are friends of the show. And it's been a minute since I've had these two together. Give it up for Brianna Sutton and Ernie Moreno. Hey guys. What, what? What's up, What's Meredith? Up? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. The last it's been a long time, time. It's been a long time. And the last time the three of us were together, Brianna and I were adamantly defending uh, the movie Logan against uh, Ernie, who had just watched it for the first time. And it was quite yeah, it was something. Me. It was me trying to give the, what, what do you call that universe? The X-Men, I don't know, that X-Men universe? What would you call it? The it's not like X-Men universe. universe, yeah. I don't know, but the I was trying to give that another shot. I mean, that you know, it ended up being like I was. It was good. You guys thought it was fantastic, and I just thought it was good. Yeah. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Still can't agree with that take. Sorry. Yeah, it's a no <laughs> for me, dog. But we'll see if our takes on Loki all align or not. And so, before we get into it, I just gotta say. Spoilers, 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 spoilers. Oh my gosh, we're talking spoilers about all things Loki and in the MCU up until this point. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. I'm serious. Watch Loki season one. It's only six episodes. It's not that big a deal. Spoilers, 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 spoilers. You have been warned. Meredith. I think the, uh, I think the whole thing only takes five hours to watch. It's not. Did you tell them about the spoilers? No, actually I didn't. Here's one more. Spoilers. Spoiler alert. Okay, I now I feel better. <laughs> I, I think we got it, guys. Okay, uh, y'all go first because I have a feeling that oh, uh, we man. are not on the same page. <laughs> no, I don't think we are. Oh, man, so. this is going to be, this may be heartbreaking, but there was a lot of heartbreaking moments in that season one finale, mm-hmm. mainly, you know, Sylvie uh, betraying Loki and I mean, which we should have seen coming, honestly. It's another Loki betrayal, backstabbing. It's in their nature. Kicking him out and uh, killing this version of Kang, the Conqueror, even though he's not quite the Conqueror here, and totally effed up the entire multiverse, which is everything else it is for. If you want to see it that way, because she opened the door again to the multiverse. She, I don't know if she I messed mean, it up. I yeah, mean, but I mean, isn't that about to be like super chaotic? It depends how you what see we it. Want? I mean, Do, I don't know. You can't get into the other movies. You can't get into the other movies. Listen, you can't get to the Doctor Strange multiverse. You can't get into the Quantum Mania. You can't get into any of those if you don't open up the door. I was going to say, does that mean that just like Loki only existed then to be a precursor to the other movies? That's what it seems like. Mm, mm. 
I don't know. I was going to say, like, the What If series, how it was presented. Now it's like, no, this is actually what's happening in other timelines now that mm-hmm. Sylvie yeah. has just set in motion. But that all that to say, I just want to know, what are your overall thoughts on the finale? Did it stick the landing for you? Like, six episodes up, six episodes down. How are you feeling about Loki overall? Brianna, ladies first, we'll start with you. The finale... It didn't, it didn't get me. I wasn't super into it. I feel like they told me a lot of things and they showed me nothing. (laughs) I don't know. I kind of just felt like the whole series overall was kind of boring. I just felt, I I don't know. I wasn't super into it, which was very, I was very upset because I thought that it was going to be the best one. Thought Mm -hmm. it would be my favorite of all the series. But from like the beginning, I think first half, I was hoping, okay, well, it's got to get it did not for me. I wasn't into the Loki Sylvie relationship. I thought that was weird. I thought that was really weird. I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. And I liked the cameo appearances. So like I liked Richard E. Grant as classic Loki. That was great. Him building the Asgard. That was really cool. That was probably like the best part. I liked the Kang reveal, the Jonathan Majors reveal. But then again, I don't know. I felt like that scene was a lot of talking. <laughs> it was a lot of exposition. It was a lot of like, oh, okay. So you're just telling me, you're just preparing me for the next movies. That's it. <laughs> it's like, you could have given me a pamphlet, I guess, on that. You know, we didn't need <laughs> episodes of nothing. So yeah, overall, I wasn't a fan. I'm going to say as far as Loki, as far as Disney plus Marvel shows, it's at the bottom for me so far right now. (laughs) So as, as far as the Disney uh, series go, what is it? Uh, I'm going to guess WandaVision, Falcon, Winter Soldier, and Loki. And Loki. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's her, that's her stack. I like it. That's my stack. <laughs> what about you, Ernie? Where do you lie on this? I, I really, I really liked it because I'm not a person that I don't need a lot of action in my series. I like a lot of character development. That's usually draws me to something like that, which is why I enjoyed Wanda so much. Like it was dressed up so well in WandaVision, but there was a lot of character development with Wanda. And in this one, I felt like they did it with Loki in the best way possible. They just presented different versions of himself so he could just explore every single facet of himself. Not to mention his relationship with Sylvie is so narcissistic. When you think about it, he like fell in love with himself. Incredibly. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, who else is he going to fall in love with? He's never going to. If he gonna... can't love himself, how can he love somebody else? Like that well, is the pure picture. But he's not going to love anybody else because he only loves himself. That's the point. <laughs> See, well, that's he it, doesn't right? love anybody else. But well, he loves Sylvie. He loves Sylvie. Who is himself? Uh, right. But not <laughs> himself. But himself. I don't Whatever. know. I just, I never felt it. I felt so, when they kissed, I literally like cringe. I literally was like, oh, wow. <laughs> like, I, 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 I really like did like that scene at the end with the reveal of Kang the Conqueror only because I know what people were expecting. And for them to do something so subtle and like, in a way that made it seem like, listen, I've been holding this whole thing up for years and I'm really tired. And this is going to be your responsibility right now. Mm. And he goes, 
the way that he was just laying it all out for them in a way that was so nonchalant and it felt like he was so weathered in his performance. Like he was, it was fun for him to watch it, but at the same time, like I, I have never seen that actor before, but I really loved his performance. He's amazing. He's very he, good. He is. Cause he, he literally this, got nominated for an Emmy yesterday for, yeah, for Lovecraft. But it's, it was so, it was so, his performance was so layered because he had these fascinating moments where he would laugh and he would tease them and he would like play with them. But at the same time, I could feel like his facial expressions were very subtle. Like I'm so, t- I'm so tired. <laughs> like I'm so, this is so over with, I, I'm over this whole thing. Especially when they started talking about like, so who are you? And he's like, oh, names or whatever. I'm like the one that remains this and that. Mm-hmm. It goes jerk at the end, which I thought, I, I don't know if it's, it's a thing, but Miss Minutes calls Loki a jerk in like episode two and then he claims that that's his name at the end of time like one of the names that miss uh, minutes gave him i thought that was interesting but anyway like that's why i really did like the finale because i knew what they were going to do into the multiverse but in my head i was like how are they going to land this because is it going to be some sort of big dragon fight where they just once they kill this thing then the multiverse happens he's like no they're they took it to this weird place where he's like this guy's just been the damn holding back all this crap and he's like you know what i'm tired of holding this he's like either you hold it or just kill me and get it over with or whatever and then part the part with sylvie i did see that coming too because loki had transformed from the beginning of the series to the very end in a way that made him care about things again because at one point he hugs what's his name owen wilson's character mobius and he, he says friend i was like mm-hmm. oh he doesn't do that to anybody. I don't think I've ever seen it, heard him call anybody friend ever in any of the movies. He's never said friend. And then like there was so, so much character development with him that at the end, I was like, he's not the same Loki he was in the beginning, mm-hmm. but Sylvie hasn't had that transition yet. Yeah. So I was like, dang it. She's not there yet. Or is she, I don't know if she's going to get there yet, or I don't know if she will be there yet, but. Well, I you think know. her trauma versus Loki's trauma their stories are so very unique like she was taken as a child and she's been on the run for so long that like it's too personal to her that it's hard for her to let it go as opposed to Loki actually being at the TVA for a little bit seeing the events of his life and what actually happened and interacting Hmm. with other Lokis more so than Sylvie so like I think that definitely plays a part as to like why Sylvie did what she did. There's something that you mentioned, Brianna, that I wanted to ask you because you were not a fan of the Loki Sylvie kiss. Was that kiss more cringy than Jon Snow and Daenerys the first time they hooked up? No. Wow. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't know the Loki Sylvie thing really just I think more than being cringe it was just annoying because it kind of made me feel like as much you know character development as Loki had done I'm talking about like I guess you know original Loki not Sylvie mm-hmm. just like him falling in love with himself was weird that just made me feel like you haven't learned anything 
because <laughs> you're still falling in love with yourself you're still the same narcissistic person it's just it's manifesting in a different way so I mean I do think that there was definitely development and it made sense that Loki would have development and that Sylvie wouldn't and it didn't surprise me that she betrayed him I'm like yeah. she's been she's been one foot out this whole entire time like mm-hmm. <laughs> why are you so surprised but yeah I don't know I just didn't I just wasn't feeling it was just weird and it just I wasn't completely sold on I was sold on Loki's development I'll say that but the, mm-hmm. I think that the yeah, relationship with Sylvie is what made me feel like it wasn't but it think of think about also like think about the way that he he didn't ever say he loved her he never said those words and it was when it came down to the end of it right before they kissed he didn't say i just want you i i love you blah blah, blah. he said i just want you to be okay mm-hmm. like in a way that made it feel like he's not there yet he's not fully in love with her he cares enough about somebody else to risk his own neck for it like the only other time you saw that was when he was going to kill Thanos. Yeah. Like that was the only other time and he got killed then too. So that, that raises an interesting question. So for y'all as of now, because I mean, we are getting a season two of the Loki series. Do you prefer original Loki's character development like leading to infinity war or do you like what they did in the loki series more i think leading to infinity war because it had more time to develop and i had more time to like see evidence of change i feel like as far as in the loki show like said a lot my biggest gripe with the show is that it says a lot of things and it shows you nothing and i'm not talking about just like action sequences or anything because wandavision had no action in it either until like the last episode or two Mm -hmm. but it was like it still didn't feel like you're just telling me things and i'm not seeing evidence of it i'm not seeing like evidence of the change so I just felt like you know they showed us oh he's watching everything and he saw his family die and Mm -hmm. he cried so okay so we see that he does have emotion you know it's just like little small ways that I did it but I feel like it wasn't effective enough at least not for me not Mm -hmm. for me not where I was seeing it I feel like they were saying it a lot and I was feeling like he was supposed to be changed, but I I wasn't completely seeing it. To some extent, I will say that I could see it, obviously, mm-hmm. to some extent it was there, but I don't know. It didn't feel completely authentic to me. I mean, you kind of have to go with the one Loki leading up to, to his fight with Thanos because you've had more time with him. Not mm-hmm. only did you do Ragnarok and you, you saw his sacrifice at, at the beginning of Infinity War, but you've seen him change so much throughout the series. Yeah. Um, and you had like a whole movie with him and this, his connection with his brother has always been strained. Mm-hmm. So seeing their interaction, seeing that, you know, Thor mourns him when he dies and when Loki comes back and all that stuff. I mean, you have to, but I will say in this one, it's a completely different side of him because his love for his family has always been strained, even for like his father, his mother, all that stuff. But the important things that I saw in that uh, in the Loki series was he never knew that he he was never going to know the fact he sent the Dark Elves to kill his mother. 
he never knew that his actions actually caused her death. Like he knew that she died. He just never knew that his actions had caused that. He never knew a lot of different things that happened or that were going to happen in the future. So in this one, he takes those in, in the way that he's like, that's what a monster I am. I sent the dark elves to kill my mother. And when he saw her dead the first time, he cried. And then he had cried the second time because he's like, oh, I was responsible for, di- for dying. So th- those are the parts that I really enjoyed those first three episodes when he's talking to Owen Wilson, because I feel like he goes through almost like a therapeutic session with, what is his name again? Morbius? Mobius. Mobius. I really, I really just loved his character too. His, his like yeah. very investigative, relaxed mm-hmm. style. You know, and he always had an answer for everything. That was so good. They had a great chemistry between oh my God. the two of them. I really enjoyed their banter back and forth. I lo- I'm so glad that, you know, he shows up in episode five and like he's reunites alive. with Mo- Yeah, he's alive. <laughs> I'm like, I would, I know it, these are high profile people that they're getting for different stuff. And like, oh, you can only have a one and done thing like Richard E. Grant, which- by the way, his entire arc was perfect as classic yeah, it Loki. Mm-hmm. It was so good. And it was nice to kind of have the validation of some of those fan theories of, oh, uh, what would have happened if Loki had made a projection of himself and what his life would have been after mm-hmm. that. And to have that validated and to give him like his hero moment was just Mwah, chef's kiss. But I want to I wanna say wanna about just Owen ask... Wilson really quickly, like Owen Wilson, I'm so glad that he is around because I was afraid, like, oh, I just wanted more of him. I want to see him on a jet ski. Part. <laughs> I wanted to have his, his wish, you know, but that's it. He was I, the I best part him. of the show. He was the best part. I honestly was like, why isn't he in it more? <laughs> and there was like yeah. one whole episode that he wasn't in. I'm like, Owen Wilson is y'all's strength. Play into your strength. He was the highlight for me of that show. He really should have been Miss on Minutes was my MVP, though. I oh, I like Miss Minutes, too. When she showed up in the final episode, I was like, oh, my gosh, she is the evil one behind the whole thing. I'm like, this makes so much sense. And, yeah, I, I could tell she had a dark side, but, like, there was something off about Miss Minutes. But I'm so glad that was validated. But to me, anytime she showed up, I was like, yep, this is great. Yeah. When I re when I rewatched the series, I caught the the first interaction with her and Loki, and he's like, "Are you alive? Can you hear me talk?" And he's like, or "Are you just a recording?" And she said, "It was really interesting what she said." She said, "Kind of both," and I was like, "What is the f- what does that mean?" <laughs> mm-hmm. Because either Kang is a person somewhere, with, either that or Kang knew everything that was gonna happen and just pre recorded her to do everything. I think King made her, right? Like, well, I'm, yeah, he did. I mean, he obviously did because he created the TVA. But remember, he's like he wasn't dodging her. He had already programmed that thing to happen because he knew when she was going to take a swipe at him. Mm. Yeah, so it's it's a complicated like like they kept saying is like the TVA uh, time works differently there. So I don't know. Maybe again, he's pre-recorded everything. I want to take a quick poll because I want to see if anybody else thinks this. Who thinks classic Loki's still alive? I think he's still alive. Think about it. I mean, I'd love it if he's still alive. I but... mean, I'm not going to say no. If I would love to see more of him. But he said the way that he escaped the last one is he made this really, really convincing Projection. version of himself. 
the thing killed him and he's like and then i just went away and then i was just rubble on the side of the ship or whatever and he got away so i mean he could do that again right if we yeah. learned anything loki's are survivors exactly. yeah difficult to kill that's for sure mm-hmm. and who thinks the crocodile isn't a loki somebody just strapped a hat to him and is alligator him a loki. loki is totally a loki <laughs> he had the crown he was drinking wine with them and when somebody doubted his loki status he bit off his hand <laughs> He bit off President Loki's hand, so I I say he's Loki. I love that little nod to Peter Pan. That's great. Yeah, that was great. Oh, like Captain Good. The hand. Captain Hook gets his hand bit off by a crocodile. So are we gonna see President Loki? He's just gonna have like a hook, you know? I don't know. I I assume they all died in there because President President uh, Loki didn't have any weapons, as far as I know. Another gripe that I had, how come there was, I'm sure that they've pruned many other people before and there were only Lokis in the void. That bothered me. And Mobius. It was all Lokis and Mobius. I'm like, they never pruned anybody else. Oh, I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. I think that was more... I think realistically, yes, there should have been like other people, but I think the whole point was to say like, oh, Lokis are survivors. Look at all these Lokis. Yeah, yeah. Like, I guess. Oh, yeah, because I we guess don't they usually fight die. It. Yeah, exactly. I, the, the void is probably like the void was so fun to rewatch a couple different times with all the little Easter eggs they threw in the background. Mm-hmm. It's so funny because there's a. That helicopter Thanos thing was so ridiculous, and I'm glad they threw it in there. Because it's literally yeah. What was the point of that? Because there's a comic book. There's a really infamous comic book with Thanos where he's riding around in a helicopter in the middle Manhattan with a thing that says Thanos on the side, and it's a really (laughs) funny picture. It's like it's so goofy, and it and it was thrown in. I think that was really that was funny. Like they have a lot of that stuff in there, and I thought I thought they just were having so much fun here. Oh, totally. And yeah. I think, and they were also like in the background too, like hinting at Kang, you know, the fact that even Judge Renslayer, like the whole thing in her comic book story is like she and Kang are in a relationship for so many years. So I was a little disappointed that we didn't see her like a post credit scene of her meeting Jonathan Majors, like one of the many Kang variants out there, but mm. like they had, I think this building that was connected to Kang in the rubble in that episode and the timekeepers like typically there would have been like a fourth one with like Kang and then of course Mm -hmm. he was the solo one left in the final episode I thought they did that particularly well but I did love all of the little like crazy easter eggs that they had in there you know the Thanos copter did we need it no but seeing it was just like fantastic because when else are we gonna see it they have said they're done with the infinity stones like they're just paperweights to them I love that the kid was drinking ecto cooler yeah like Ghostbusters I love that whole scene in their little dugout like their little bowling alley thing because they have a couple uh it's like the arcade cabinet in the back that's supposed to be some sort of urban myth that he's like, that was a, an arcade cabinet in the 80s that if you played it, you went insane. And they had it in the back there. I thought that was fantastic. I mean, it's like, they had, they had so much fun with that episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, even, yeah. the, even the way that they were like, what, how is this person a Loki? He was like, I don't know. He's got a bicycle handle on his head. That's, that's his horns. 
Those are his horns. That's how he rolls. <laughs> yeah, because they spend the way, a lot of time on set design and not enough on script. <laughs> who thinks? Who thinks Boastful Loki actually did what he did? Who? Boastful I don't think Loki? he did it. Which one was Boastful Loki? Boastful Loki is the one that has the hammer, and then he betrayed. He betrayed the other two. Oh, and he was yeah, like, no. he cites to say, oh, and then I got all six Infinity Stones, and, and now, I killed Tony Stark and yeah, Captain no. America. And it was like. Everybody's like liar. He's like, oh, no, I, I do believe <laughs> can Loki kill Thor though. I was like, oh yeah, was yeah. Like, he oh, said yeah. that very matter of factly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I not to mention, like, I killed him. It's supposed to call back to that sword that he has. That golden sword is apparently like a big deal. Like I'm not super into Loki comics or or Thor, but the sword that he gets and gives to our Loki is supposedly a big big deal, and supposedly that's the one he uses to kill Thor with. I've heard. So it's like it's like a big deal that and they do a whole there's a whole like I think two or three series that have to do with kid Loki with him like, oh, I'm the only child of Odin's son and all that stuff. So, I mean, there's there's just so much to unpack in that's in those two episodes. It gets me every time. And what about Frog Uh, Thor? When are we going to get that? Oh, my God. Frog Thor. There's Frog Thor. Then There's Horse Thor. Oh, my God. You knew that, right? No, I did not There's know like, about horse Thor. It's not, it's not actually horse Thor. It's just a horse that really looks like Thor. I forget that his name is like Bubba Ray something. I forget what it is. I read it's a str- it, you have a lot of fun in this one because it's all magic and stuff. I love that they put him in the little glass and he was stuck in there. That was fun. That was I don't fun. remember seeing the frog. Didn't Chris Hemsworth voice the frog? Oh, of course he did. <laughs> of course he did. Yeah. I I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm actually kind of happy that we didn't get too many big cameos overall. I thought the Lady Sif cameo was pretty great in mm-hmm. episode four. It was good to see her again because we know like she's coming back for Thor Love and Thunder. And after rewatching the Thor movies recently, like I feel like she has been underutilized and I'm happy to see more of her. But I'm glad we didn't get Valkyrie or Korg or even Thor or I was thinking honestly if we were going to get a cameo from anybody I thought it was going to be his mom I was convinced like Renee Russo was going to show up in the last episode for some Mm. reason because of the deaths in Loki's life that's the one he's always taken the hardest but then at the same time I'm glad that he had the breathing room to do his own wacky crazy thing in the timeline and multiverse so that could have maybe taken away from it but also i was kind of banking on that to happen well yeah i mean his they they really did a great job in the first like three episodes when they had him and owen wilson talking i think that was like some of the best parts especially that salad thing because (laughs) funnily enough loki is not like loki knows how to speak very well and he's smart but for some reason, that metaphor just fell apart on him. He's like, oh, you get it, right? You get it. And he kept doing it. And I was like, it's like all of his plans. They're just like, he starts with kind of a good idea. And then he just keeps going. And then he's like, and apocalypse. It's like, okay, well, there. <laughs> but that was the whole thing about Loki that we learned is, you know, Lokis, they don't really plan in advance. They have big ideas. But once they get what they're after, they don't really know what to do with it. Which that kind of reminds right. me of a line that... Heath Ledger's Joker says in The Dark Knight, he's like a dog chasing 
a truck like a car, a car. Mm-hmm. yeah he's like i don't know what i do, what i'll do once i catch it but i just do i just gotta <laughs> i just do i love that movie oh. so uh, okay i think we've kind of laid out you know ernie you really enjoyed loki brianna you were not as impressed with loki i really enjoy loki i enjoyed it overall as of right now i think i still like wandavision a little bit more than i do loki so you would say wandavision and then loki and then falcon yeah because i like i've learned that i like marvel when it's weird so i will take that over more of the grounded stuff so Mm -hmm. for the faults of loki i'll still give it to it because they're doing all the wacky and crazy stuff and let's just let's just go nuts Mm-hmm. I, I actually have uh, Loki at the top right now mm-hmm. over WandaVision only because it feels almost like we were robbed a little bit because we only got six episodes with Loki. Mm-hmm. And I believe we had how many with WandaVision? Was it 12 or 10? Nine. We had nine. There's nine episodes. And that's but like they were shorter. I mean, still, it's like mm-hmm. you had more time to character develop. You had more time to be wacky. You had more breathing room to do stuff like the crazy thing about WandaVision, there wasn't a lot to use, right? There wasn't a lot of action in it, but you had a mysterious circumstance happening and that can hold over for a long time. And they packaged it so well with the TV production part that so many people had moments in that series where they could point to it and be like, oh, that, you know, there was a lot of uh, mm-hmm. reference and they had more time to tell their story. But the reason I have uh, Loki and then WandaVision and then Falcon at the end, because I'm a huge fan of the Winter Soldier. The Winter Soldier dealt more with an idea as opposed to character, a lot more character development because I felt like Bucky and Falcon were dealing more with the idea of what they're supposed to be as opposed to who they are at the time. And so they're struggling with something more of a concept, right? And especially considering what is Captain America in this like new world? That's what they're kind of dealing with. And with WandaVision and with Loki, we're just dealing with somebody's it like WandaVision especially was like somebody's inner workings, right? And same thing with Loki was we start with that. We start with what is Loki? What is he doing? What's he about? All that stuff. And the way that Wanda comes out at the end of the, the WandaVision is kind of the same way that Loki comes out of this thing. Instead of just being a straight villain or just one thing, they all come out like this weird, dirty mix of something right because loki still has tons of terrible things that he's done that's the moment i really liked at the end where they're all like you're terrible you're you know they're telling kang that he's terrible and everything is like we've all done terrible horrible and he looks them right in the eye and they have to look away that he's done way terrible things he's like but it works and he kind of throws up his hands like all three of us like he tells them all we're all pretty similar here you know at least trying to do something good with it which it's interesting that he would, because they're so similar, that he would be interested in a Loki variant taking yeah. over for him that has his maybe similar morals, view of the world, actions. I don't know. I don't know. But, but that's why Loki's at the top right now, because I feel like they, they tried their best when they only got six episodes. Because I think early on, they said they were going to have more, right? And I I, maybe, that's why they're going, maybe that's why they're going into season two. Cause I thought these were supposed to be standalone series. No. So 
I feel like I'm a crazy person in saying this, but I thought for a while we kind of knew that Loki was getting a season two. So when Mm. people were saying today, like they officially confirmed, I'm like, I'm pretty sure we knew that Loki was getting a season two. I didn't know. I don't know. I tried to look it up. That some people would be, or some shows would be getting a season two possibly, but I didn't know. I had no idea Loki was going to be one of those. Because I I knew it was supposed to lead off into the rest of the multiverse movie. So I'm like, so what do we need a second season for? So Mm -hmm. I guess it'll continue whatever from whatever happens in doctor strange or they needed they needed to do so much in these little in in these series like they had to bring like this wandavision and they had to revive you know vision for this next season or for these next series of movies and then falcon and the winter soldier that had to work out what happened with captain america and the shield and why america's racist and then they had to (laughs) get to the multi And so that's why they had to like get through these things. So that's the stuff they needed to get done. You know, I I have no idea what they'll do with the season two. So that's what I wanted to ask y'all because I mean, Sylvie has officially put us into the multiverse of madness. Mm -hmm. Sky's the limit at this point. I don't foresee them keeping this multiverse thing going forever. They shouldn't because that would just be way too confusing. Do we think any of this gets resolved in... Doctor Strange 2, Ant-Man 3, Loki Season 2, how... Eternals. <laughs> Eternals. Who knows? Come up There's in Black much. Panther. Like, yeah, what do we think? That think little Doctor- branch and how it branched off, that's about as much as I can put together. Because I'm like, it's going to be hella movies and shows coming out from there. So, like... I have no idea. I have no idea what's going to happen. I think Doctor Strange 2 is going to lay the groundwork for how they traverse these things. Like, mm-hmm. so uh, they already mentioned the multiverse at the end of WandaVision, where she's searching for her kids. They and mentioned they... the multiverse technically in Spider-Man Far From Home. They did, yeah. So, like, we're going to see time. that in, right, no, right. in No Way Home. They yeah. mention it, but what what I think is more telling is that Wanda is searching for it, right? Mm-hmm. And she, since now she can split herself into two and everything, she's on the level of Doctor Strange, where like she can do things while she does other things and whatnot. And she's now Doctor Strange, being. right? And she's gonna start opening, like she is searching through all these different branches to get to where she wants to go. So I think Doctor Strange is gonna be the one that's gonna try to kind of hold it all together. And then Ant-Man and the Wasp are going to show up in Quantum, uh, what is it called? Quantum Mania? Quantum Mania. And they're going to invade the TVA. And they're going to be like, what the fuck? Like, because supposedly I have, I don't buy it, but supposedly you can see the TVA in Ant-Man Oh, and I saw that. that that's it's, where they are. That's the little city. Is it really, though? Is it? It is could be. It could be. That makes a lot be. of sense that theory but after i saw king i don't know about that anymore but that theory makes like, sense now i mean it makes sense because they they said the si- similar things like paul rudd says the same thing as owen wilson they said uh-huh. time, tra- time, time moves differently, differently, differently here. Here. yeah yeah they say the same line i was like oh that's the same <laughs> at the same time we're like so ant-man dr strange they're gonna like start to come up with some sorcery and some technology and they're gonna start to try and merge these things together all while peter parker goes and does like secret wars or something like there's so much getting opened up in here that it's 
like I can see why Brianna is saying that she's a little overwhelmed because there's so much that could potentially open up, especially with them opening up like the what if series. Yeah. Uh, and saying, oh, dude, did you guys, what did you guys think of Captain, what is it, Captain Carter? Oh my gosh, I've been waiting oh, for so that. Cool. <laughs> I cannot wait for yeah, that Carter to be Captain Carter. I want to get the Funko oh Pop, honestly. I, I like that they're doing it as a, what is it? I like that they're doing it as a cartoon only because I feel like that series won't affect anything. So they're trying to make a really big line in the sand where they're like, this is completely bananas. And then this is canon. You but know what I mean? That's also now, but the bananas is canon technically. Sylvie I mean, has unleashed it's really the multiverse. Gonna be, it's going to be a cartoon. No, it I is mean, a cartoon. Yes, it is it's a like cartoon. all of the storylines that we can't actually do in a movie. Right. Like they're yeah. happening. I totally, I like that we're getting this as an animation style. I think it's going to be great. That's what I'm saying. They want to separate it like, as in, yes, all these things are canon because they happen somewhere out there. Okay. But the the ones with live action people, those are, that's the timeline we're following. You know what yeah, I mean? Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're trying to have their fun, but they're trying to make sure that you understand those are cartoons. This is real life kind of thing. And and I enjoy it. I, I enjoy all this weirdness and everything. And and I saw that Deadpool thing today. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm officially in the MC. Yeah. It, <laughs> I mean, that's cool. I yeah. think it's about time, you know, this deal has gone on for so long. I hope that Deadpool isn't relegated to just doing these promotional bits for Disney. I mean, I know there's Deadpool 3 happening in the future. Brianna, don't give me that look. I <laughs> No, I'm, I'm excited to see Deadpool 3. I'm just hoping that it's R-rated. And I feel like they need to do R-rated Blade, too. I'm very upset that that's not going to be R-rated. Is it confirmed like yet that it's going to be pre- PG? It's, it's, it's they're not, not going to make it. a no R rated. They're not going to do, do a R rated blade. Come on. No, they need to though. <laughs> they they really need do. to. You can't do a PG thirteen blade. What? If no. if they had done the one with what Wesley Snipes rated R, that movie would be so much better, like a million times better. Was the Wesley Snipes one not rated R? No, it was PG thirteen. Are you it's, sure? It's, it's blood. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm going to look it up right now, but I'm pretty sure it is not. That movie like, is quite graphic. <laughs> it is, but it's like CG blood, and I think that's how they got away with it. Okay, oh. I see. Because they don't say, they, they don't use naughty words or anything in it. They don't. Shoot, naughty I can't words. see it on it. Well, it's, it can't be naughty words. Oh, no, you're right. It is rated R. That's what I thought. That's what I'm like. That's the whole point why people were like, no, you can't do a non-R-rated Blade. Like, we've already had R-rated Blade. Maybe they should have pushed it even more then. Because I, I, I've, I've, I've gone back to that as, like, the beginning of the Marvel Universe. Oh, that's your, because honestly, that's your was, starting point is Blade? Blade? Oh, yeah. Okay. He's, he's, a, he's a Marvel character, and they did no, him right. And Marvel I thought, character. oh, it's awesome. That's, that's the one that starts it for me. Okay. Not Blade Trinity so much, or I, I can watch Blade 2, but I don't really like Blade 2. <laughs> I like Blade 1, 2 is okay, but 3 is like, you can throw that in the garbage. But I'm, exci- I'm excited that, you know, Ryan Reynolds is coming back to the MCU. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I really hope they do. I agree with Brianna. I really hope they do another rated R Blade. Because mm-hmm. it's really not going to work the other way. No, it's, it's too much. It's It's blood sucking. It's all that like, 
weird 90s leather yeah and the weird wraparound sunglasses it's it's a thing you know I, I mean can you imagine if they did it like they did Captain Marvel where it's like him in the 80s or him in the 90s and that's where they start the series oh, so man. that they can still do that weird gothic 90s thing yeah that'd be cool they should do that I, mean, I like because, the whole I mean, gothic 90s look Blade doesn't age right that's very he's true a, he's okay. a vampire so mm-hmm. if vampires don't age he could be like vampire? he's a vampire you know he's gonna be hunting morbius you know in the in the mcu oh my that's God. the vampire character in there but yeah it, anyway yeah well, no, yeah I'm really excited. I, the jared leto movie right that i have no right exactly in oh yeah why you don't like jared why leto? You, that guy's super weird of course you want to see him in a movie I was not. You I mean, seem like you're not a Jared Little fan. I'm not. I think he is leading a cult, but that's a different episode. <laughs> you see, you probably think he's like he's a pretentious. Because no, I know you feel that way about what's his name? Who is it you think is pretentious? Oh, Jake oh, Gyllenhaal. Which Jake I just Gyllenhaal, can't yeah. believe. Jake Gyllenhaal. And I so think I mean, think? and Pine is my least favorite, Chris. So I have said this many Listen, times. I this I watched this movie today. I watched this movie today called Celeste and Jesse Forever. Have you ever seen that with Andy Samberg and Rashida Jones? It's cute. It was pretty good. Randomly, I'm watching the movie and all of a sudden, like Andy Samberg is sitting with his group of friends and randomly on the edge is Chris Pine. And I'm like, (laughs) is that Chris Pine? And he's just (laughs) sitting there and he's like smoking and then he starts like doing lines and stuff. He's just sitting there. He's not saying anything. He seems like he's one of their friends. And they're like, do you know That's, this guy? He's like, <laughs> and he's just there. And I'm like, I'm like, why is he's literally there for like a 30 second scene in the movie? And that's Dang. why he's my favorite Chris. Okay. <laughs> he's the I best think, Chris. Okay. Listen, I think Yick Gyllenhaal is fine in what he does. I think he does a good job. Jared Leto, he may have some shit roles that were handed to him. But homeboy always goes. He has for good it. ones though. He does, he does good, have. Good I don't ones. think he's a bad. Like, what are the shit roles he's... that he has? He's been the... in shit movies like yeah. Suicide Squad. Yeah, that's, that's what I yeah. mean. But that's but, one thing. He's done but, other amazing things. No, like, I know. Like in Breckley that's and what I'm tra- Dream and yeah. <laughs> okay, so and Dallas Buyers, Dallas Buyers Club. Dallas... Uh, what I'm saying is that he gets my so-called shit life. <laughs> but he whenever even even right even in even in Suicide Squad he went for it right he did a thing but he went like what's another shit role besides suicide squad i'm i i'm not a huge jake jill in the whole okay i just no, appreciate it leto, you jared know who we're talking about i'm <laughs> sorry jared on. leto yeah jared leto listen so uh, you're talking about one movie because he's not been given shit movies all the time you're talking about one movie my guy i mean he played <laughs> okay. the same guy in, he played the same guy in two movies so what he played Joker movies? in two movies, didn't he? Wasn't he no. in uh, no. Harley Quinn? No, he no. never showed up, and that's what made he him. He was at the great. end of Justice League, though. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's the other one. Oh, that, that awful so- oh, that awful post-credit sequence. That was so bad. Oh my um, god. Wait, which one? The oh. original one or the oh, Zack Snyder, Snyder, Snyder cut? The Zack Snyder cut. Oh god. <laughs> Oh um, God! What happened? Oh, I don't. Rem- I don't even remember. Oh, when it's an it awful so performance. It was so long. It got thing. Yeah. Yeah, and he's with, in a. Like, and he's yeah. got long hair, and it's awful. It's just awful. Okay. It's I terrible. don't remember but that listen, movie. Was long as. I don't. I don't have any ill will yeah. toward Jared Leto. I don't. 
I, I, I think he's fine. And I think even roles that he's not good in, like Joker, I think he did what he wanted to do and he, he made a decision and he went for it, like 100%. I, but I, don't I don't think, think he would have been he... terrible as Joker. The movie was bad. That wasn't the movie his fault. was bad, but See, I also, I'm not a Brianna fan of the decisions that Brianna wants the Snyder cut of that he, as well. Like, the air cut? <laughs> no. The air cut? No, because I think David Ayer's a shit director too, so. Oh, I don't like oh, Zack Snyder oh, either. Oh, oh. So many shots. Wait, are you going to be watching James Gunn's Suicide Squad movie? Yeah, I'll watch that one. I like James Gunn. He's yeah. bad. I like him, so I'll do that, but I, I'm not a super, I mean, David Ayer had what was it? What was it? What was the one? The one, <laughs> one movie. What was the that one that with Denzel? Movie. Oh gosh, yeah. Denzel in the train. Training day. Training day. Training he did day. do training yeah. day. Yeah, that's it. That's the one. End of watch. I've heard is good. I've not watched that one, but that's I it. Want to say I watched that. Yeah. Right, I heard is not very good. <laughs> Mm-mm. I don't know. That Harry, movie, that... as much as I love Shia, is oh, I was about to say cool. that's your. Oh my gosh, he wrote the Fast and the Furious. Oh, the okay. worst Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> I disagree. Wait, the ori- you don't like the original? No, the Fast is the second one. The no, fast... it's too fast, too furious. It's too furious. That's, that's where so Tyrese comes out. No, because there's also oh, the Fast and the Furious, the first that's one. That's the first one, it's yeah. The, oh, okay, it's the okay, one okay. that's fast and furious. That's the fourth one. I like oh, okay, that's yeah. what I'm thinking about. The yeah. first one is the Fast and the, the Furious. The, and I the see. Furious. Okay. And then there's Tokyo Drift. Remember, that's the third yes, one? Yes, but I Tokyo like Drift is, is good. I like Tokyo Drift. <laughs> yeah. People like Tokyo Drift, okay? It has a cult following now, yeah. let me tell you. Plus, we got oh, Han. Han oh, is Han's so back. good. Exactly. And Han is back. So, And he's getting his justice. And Bow Wow is in it. Yes! <laughs> Bow Wow's in it. And spoilers for F9, but when Bow Wow showed back up in what? F9, I, oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yes. You did not tell me. I did not know. Oh, no. Oh, no. That spoiler warning was for me. Oh. Wow. Yeah, clearly. You just spoiled the I'm whole so F9 series. Oh, no. <laughs> that wasn't even the not whole thing. Not F9. You spoiled the whole thing. Now I can't watch it. Oh, my gosh. No, you no, should definitely watch it. No, it's I'm going to watch it. Yeah, it's good. He showed back up. That's cool. Yeah, he showed back up. <laughs> yeah, he's he's there. I'm trying to be cool, but cool. oh, I mean, that's cool. I mean, whatever. Well, I'm excited about it now. I'm excited to see see Bow Wow in it. I want to see Cardi's in it too. They like got all the rappers. Oh <laughs> and Ludacris, Ludacris showing up again. Ludacris, yeah, oh but he's God. great in all the time. Yeah, he- Ja Rule will be back. Oh Lord, <laughs> where is Ja? Somebody get me Ja Rule. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to say anything because I'm afraid of spoilers at this point. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, yeah. When Jarrell showed up, else. oh my god! <laughs> when Jarrell showed up and he was making out with little Bow Wow, that was crazy, right? Oh my! <laughs> god. Did you see the movie, Ernie? No. What? Why would I watch that movie? I'm the only person who's seen F9 here. What you don't you like got, the Fast and Furious movies? It's not that I don't like them. I'm just not going to go to the theater to watch them. I watched oh, F- okay. somebody paid for me to go watch F7 in the theater. Mm-hmm. And I lost it so many times in the movie when it was supposed to be like these big action scenes. I kept laughing. 
Yeah, like, they're really funny. Bad. Yeah. Like bad in the way I was like, did he really just did he oh, really yeah. just stomp the hell out of a Yes, really but you don't watch them because they're supposed to make Diddy. sense. I watch Diddy. them for the ridiculousness. Like, yes, he just, I want to see The Rock push a torpedo on an ice rink. Did VD just hold the match a parking structure? Did that just happen? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The street always wins. I was like, that's a parking structure. That's not the streets. Okay. All That's right. a parking structure. I gotta reel it back in. I gotta reel it back in. Like okay, yeah, because we are I, getting way, way off. Track. You're gonna have to cut all this <laughs> out. <including laughs> the I'm not gonna thing. cut this. You're gonna have to like, cut that out. No, you can't cut out that wow. I'm not cutting out that. But I do want to get back to because we did, I mean, all of this started because of Jared Leto. And oh, yeah. I mean <laughs> the multiverse is open. God. Technically, we could see him. We can see Venom, your boy. Like, what do we now that the multiverse is open? Like, do y'all have any like current theories or current like, oh, it would be so cool if this happened in this span of you know, we can get whatever we want at this point. Yeah, um, I'm I'm just excited to hear the word mutant again. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be like all this uh, multiverse stuff is going to somehow birth the mutant movement, with I, which I assume will be like phase five. Well, yeah. they'll start bringing back the X-Men. We'll get a new we'll get a new Logan. We'll get a new bald Professor X, all that <laughs> kind of stuff. We'll start it all over again and we'll get to Apocalypse and all that jazz. I think it's it's going to happen where like one of the multiverses is going to have some sort of event where mutants are created you know what i mean and it's going to somehow start pouring into here because you know deadpool's officially joined but does that mean that all of his world has joined or just him like is he pulled in from a multiverse thing i don't know i was gonna say i was most disappointed in wandavision when you know they kind of like pulled the rug out from underneath us with that whole yeah evan peters reveal oh, yeah. i didn't like that i'm like i was like yes okay most they're already giving us hints of the multiverse right now and it turned out to be ralph boner and i'm like why did you <laughs> yeah. do that why did you do that you passed up such it. a good opportunity they yeah but i mean it was you. dumb it would have been so much better even if they had just like you know given in to i guess fan once it was still a surprise like i was not expecting oh him yeah to show yeah, up but i mean he opened the door and it was him i'm like the multiverse I- is here we did it we did it guys <laughs> we did it literally but like, think about it screaming. think about it this way yeah. though think about it this way they they have the actor in this universe so theoretically there is another version of that guy where he is quicksilver fine right because I he's mean, in a yeah, multiverse that's what i was thinking but i was thinking that they were going to hint at that but they didn't make that connection at all it was kind of just like a oh, look this is what it's we can do but we're but not now, doing it just right, play, but now, guys. but now that you're in when once you're in the multiverse once you're in a movie with them there's theoretically a multiverse version of you. But you what know? Was his multiverse version was a regular guy. So it yeah, was like not there's, a, there's a variant of Loki that's an alligator. What's what's your point? Okay, but it's still Loki though. <laughs> it's still a Loki. 
Loki. He has yeah, like but powers and he's aware of a Loki. This okay, is someone but... named Ralph Boner. He was not Quicksilver at all. So I don't right. think that could be possible. Uh, I don't know. It, it, um, there's nothing to say that one of those Lokis didn't have powers. And he was just swinging around a chain or something. Some of them didn't but look the like that. The point is, they all knew they were Lokis, though. At right? that point, sure, but they all know. were aware they were Loki because they once were all they got, Lokis loking it up. Once they got there, Loki once layer. they got there, <laughs> right? But this is a version of Quicksilver that just plays him on TV or something like that, right? I don't think so. So he's still technically Quicksilver, but he's a guy that just plays him on TV. I mean, I'm not going to be right? mad if we get Evan Peters Maybe, I don't think so. popping up. <laughs> I would be very excited about that, yes. Yes. I mean, you would, you I, I got to say. You would be more excited than I am because so, the X-Men thing was ter- terrible. Oh, my terrible. gosh. No, here's my mm-hmm, wish list. I liked Quicksilver. I, I liked Quicksilver. I liked, I liked Evan Peters. He was the, he was the best part of those movies. Yeah, like of those movies that, you know, the, the ones that weren't so hot, like the only good scenes were the ones where he's running around the kitchen and shit. Yeah. <laughs> not Wolverine. Not your boy Wolverine. Which, that's, no, Hugh that's Jackman. besides him. Besides oh, him. Oh, besides Hugh Jackman. Okay. So gotcha. uh, here's, here's my thing. It, because Hugh Jackman has posted a picture with Kevin Feige recently. Yes. I think we see him. I think we see uh, him in the multiverse back. in one of these movies. Yes. Like, oh, he's that's too a no. No, 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 I don't care. I don't care. He's okay. too old. He How is he doesn't old? matter. He's that old man bearing on this. No. He can just be there, do the have the claws come out one more time that does not matter he's not in it to uh, like redo the character again he'll show and up it's, for a a it's a multiverse thing yeah. i mean Why i not? guess uh, i mean i guess i guess there's a, a version, version of logan we have ryan reynolds as deadpool then by all means we can have hugh jackman pop back up as wolverine yeah i mean he could so be a version be together for real oh for my real. gosh have you in a scene <laughs> together I'm just really hoping that the Spider-Man stuff is real. That's what I'm most excited to see. That's really what I'm most excited to see is all three of them together. Mm -hmm. And I would That's not real. That is not that video. Are you talking about that video that that was surfaced? Well, was like a video. There was a video that somebody was shooting off like of a of a camera. Like they they there was like a like one of those uh, on-set cameras that have the lines in them, and somebody took a little video, supposedly with their with their cell phone, and it showed it showed our current Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield, and then it looked like Tobey Maguire was in it too. Like there was a, I was like, I didn't see that's that. Not real. That's not real because it just didn't look. It looked like somebody was trying to get some clicks. That's what. I just, uh, I didn't buy it. But do you know what I'm talking about? Uh uh-uh. uh I currently oh, buy into I never uh, Charlie that. Cox's Daredevil making an appearance yes. in No Way Home more than I, I do the that. other Spider-Man, but I think I think they have to show up. I think, I think gonna they're going to show up. I, like I they think are. they're going to show up. They've been saying they're like denying it out of their ass because they're oh, yeah. it's real. They're, I think they're going to be there. They have to straight well, up lie They've been called moment. in, didn't they? Didn't Wasn't it they reported were, they so were called it in? It was reported that at least Andrew Garfield was in Atlanta yeah i've seen a few of them have been spotted in atlanta during the filming i thought toby mcguire was spotted near atlanta or something like that too oh yeah i think they were 
I think it's happening. We've so. got Alfred Molina coming back as Doc Ox. We're getting Jamie right. Fox, Electro. Like we already I have JJ JoJ Jonah Jameson. Jameson. <laughs> that was proof of the multiverse the whole time. It was in front of our faces. Like what oh about what's gosh. his name? Isn't what's his name coming back? Too? Topher Grace um, is coming back as Venom. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Could you imagine that? Should <laughs> wouldn't that be funny if they did that, that though? Can we oh, have because that and would honestly in the same scene. Topher Grace, yeah, that would be great. Topher Grace honestly wouldn't be anybody that I would think about them even reaching out to. So that's the oh perfect God. person for them this to surprise us with. <laughs> and then he's supposed to fight. Uh, what's his name? Is uh, Venom? Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy's Venom. He's got to yeah. fight him. Yeah. Oh my that gosh, would be that'd be fantastic! And then the symbiote would come out and call him a pussy. I think there's <laughs> just great dialogue between the three of them. Uh-huh. Uh See what yeah. you're doing. This is what's this is what it's opening up. This is the this fun is of the multiverse. Is we get yeah. the, we get the options here of what could happen. And right. Marvel has proven to be the they are the studio to beat at this point. Like they've yeah. got all those Emmy nominations for WandaVision. Black Widow broke the box office opening weekend. Like Mm-hmm. Didn't Falcon get some nominations? Don Cheadle. Mm-hmm. Don Cheadle got Don one Cheadle. for his, <laughs> his thirty-second scene in the movie. Literally, I think it's like ninety seconds. I think oh my their God. stunt team also got a nomination. Yeah, oh, that's right. They to did. fully they did. like discredit yeah. them, but yeah, that was the funny Don Cheadle. I was like, what Don Cheadle? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, we love Don Cheadle, so we do. I guess. Oh, I do too. No, don't yeah. get me wrong. I love yeah. Don Cheadle, mm-hmm. especially when he was saying like, "Oh, that's oh, this is Tony Stank." Oh he yeah. <laughs> Put some stank on it. <laughs> but I think okay, so we got we. This is Phase Four now, but like things like Shank, uh, what is it, Shang Chi and Shang and all that stuff. Yeah. Shang Chi. Oh, yeah. How are they going to fit that in with all this multiverse stuff happening? Because I absolutely know nothing about the Eternals. I don't know. But from the trail, from the trailer, they're all like, we watch over blah, blah, blah. It's like, where have you been the whole time? I'm so right. Eternals Eternals is still my number one pick. Most anticipated. Yeah. Mine too. The trailer, like, I love watching it. It's like, it's going to be so good. Yeah. The the weird thing is, it's got a weird thing happening for it. Like, I've always hated those rom-com movies where they stack it with like 15 celebrities and everything like this and i think like yeah the because Eternals love has... actually did it perfectly and then every other yeah. movie that tried every... to do it failed but new year's day and valentine's day all those things and now Who did it perfectly they... love actually yeah yeah okay we can talk about that later uh, but like i feel like eternals has a like star-studded cast i mean yeah it feels like they got so many people and yet somehow I'm excited to watch it. I'm having like the opposite reaction yeah. this time. But I, because it's not, know. they're not like super like mainstreamy stars. They're people that we know, but I wouldn't say they're super like mainstreamy people because it's like old dude from Game of Thrones, both dudes from Game of Thrones. <laughs> and and the guy from Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy Chan, who's still Jimmy like, Chan, yeah. Angie uh, is the biggest name. She's really like, oh, yeah. like a big, and, and Salma, Salma, yeah. Hi, Those are the yeah. two like big, big but see, names. Here's, but here's the thing about that, right? I think you, I mean, obviously you two would agree that the last biggest TV series event was Game of Thrones. 
mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So those those actors are still kind of writing that like we're superstars kind of thing because like yeah, everybody but, watched yeah. that. But I don't think got- those are like household names yet. They're not like I feel like they're not like names because they haven't feel- really been seen in that much since Game Mate, of Thrones. Well, yeah. well, let me just well, ask Richard you this: Maddox, anytime you go, he's been doing a bit more, but yeah, he's all- he, he also got killed off in season three so he had some more yeah he let's just put it this way anytime i go over to somebody's house and i haven't watched game of thrones everybody jumps all over me so i think they're pretty much in everybody's household you know what i mean like they're everywhere maybe i don't think i don't know i don't feel like they're like names enough like that (laughs) i think they're definitely names because people are excited to see them but they're not on the list. I think when you're what you're thinking of, like stacked cast, mm-hmm. Angie and Salma, Salma would be the two that I would think of. Because everyone that's... else, like Brian Tyree, is not a huge name. Yeah, I Maul can't remember. Is starting to get a bigger name for himself, as far as like um, yes, he is. So I mean, they're definitely names, but yeah. all, they're not all. A-list. A-list. Okay, so yeah. like if, well, like again, if you take any of those weird rom-coms or whatever, there's usually two big ones and then there's a bunch of comedians that they throw into that cast. And it's usually mm-hmm. like two big, really big names and then they kind of pad out the rest of it. But I, I see what you guys are saying. I, that's still, right now, the reason that one's so, I'm on for this one is I absolutely know nothing about them. Same. I've never heard of the Eternals. I don't know anything about them. It's super colorful. Mm-hmm. And it's starting to give me Guardians of the Galaxy feels. We're like, that's what I, I was I, thinking because I didn't know anything about them either, and that turned out to be like it's one of my favorite. Right, exactly. Sure, and, it, yeah. and I think half of that was the fact that I didn't do anything about this, so mm-hmm. I didn't have comic reference. I didn't have any kind of preconceptions about the entire series, and it was fun. It was colorful. It was mm-hmm. serious a lot of the times, made me cry. And I was like, oh man, this is this is fantastic because it's brand new. And they and I feel like Marvel does its best when it's taking something a little more obscure yeah. and like yeah. elevating it, you know? Yeah. So I'm also I- very excited just for Chloe Zhao because she yes. Nomad Land was an amazing movie. And I remember reading that, oh fuck, I can't remember what she said was her inspiration for all the fight scenes shit i can't remember but it was something amazing and i was like i just know that this movie is gonna be just <laughs> so yeah. like something probably that we've never seen marvel do so that's why i'm very excited wow. all that to say about eternals like i am super geeked about it i really hope for the sake of the movie i hope it doesn't get too much into like the multiverse stuff that's been introduced now i kind of hope it's its own thing but i found a tweet earlier today of saying like you know loki spoilers when the eternal said that they never interfered with humanity until now it was referring to this multiverse of madness and i'm like i it's funny i totally get that but because they're so new i hope they're not just like thrown in for the sake of being thrown into this yeah multiverse of um, madness no, I you trust Chloe give the Zhao. I, clo- I trust her implicitly at this point. Yeah. Like, I can't I, wait. I think they're going to do the same. Like, if the previous phase is any indication of what this is going to be, you think about why they did Guardians of the Galaxy, why they did, like, all these different movies. All of them brought together the Infinity Stones. Mm-hmm. Like, all of them essentially had an Infinity Stone in their, in their series, and then all of them were brought together in the end. You know, they had to 
find their infinity stone and guardians and, and do that whole, you know, deal. So I feel like the Eternals are just going to, whatever the big MacGuffin in this one is going to be that brings or like fixes the multiverse. I think there's going to be a big piece of it in Eternals and in No Way Home and in, how do you say, Shang-Chi? Shang-Chi, yeah. Yeah, it's there's going to be like that big thing. And I think Shang-Chi will probably be the one that reveals whatever that MacGuffin is going to be, like whatever stone, whatever multi-dimensional being is going to be it's going to be there but is there gonna be a MacGuffin this time because I feel like that's Loki kind of made MacGuffins like irrelevant so that's what I'm wondering is Kang gonna be like the big force that we see going forward because I know he's supposed to be like the main villain in Quantumania I think yes that was the whole thing in the announcement of the lineup like that's when they introduce he is going to be the villain in this but now that we know we've gotten him sooner i mean there is a chance that he could be this recurring villain kind of piecing together phase four right but i know we're getting fantastic four at some point so that means dr doom and galactus and Mm -hmm. i I don't know what that thing is going to be to piece this all together at this point okay so but that's why that's why i think loki's very important because a lot of the exposition that they did at the end of it talks about how king is one variant of himself and i think that's going to be what it is what they'll have to do is bring all of those variant parts of him together Mm. like right they could they could bring together all the different versions of him to kind of make one version of him that will restore the timeline restore it or will he or will he be like the final boss like Kang the Conqueror you know I mean it could be Ant-Man 3 like they finally get to that point I don't know right we got a version of Kang in this one that they didn't call Kang yeah we're gonna get one in in, uh, Ant-Man but you know Shang-Chi might have another version of him that they don't call him Kang or they don't know what his, mm-hmm. his name is or so it could be all that maybe yeah, we get a different remains. version of him in each movie that's what they should just do that's what I would yeah. say that, <laughs> if cool. they do that yeah they have to they have to defeat every single one till the reincarnated version of him in the Loki series comes back because remember mm-hmm. he said I'll see you soon and then he said re- I think he said reincarnation baby at one point I was like, oh, okay. It did. Like he did. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. He said that. So I was like, oh, okay. So there is a version of him that comes back. Yeah. But he I thought he was talking happened. about because he said once they open shit up, then it was going to be him everywhere. Right. Yeah. So it's like, so I'll see you. So I thought that was the version he was talking about. Yeah. Saying, I mean, it could be. I'm going to see you be. soon because. I mean, they're all I mean, they're all will be coming you know yeah and all different versions of him an alligator version probably exists gosh give Kang me an alligator, alligator. <laughs> give me an alligator version of him that'd be fantastic i, I mean, also I feel like that's... do you think that sylvie probably will change in season two more going forward because it seemed like you know she didn't get the satisfaction that she wanted from killing him i mean i feel like that's the only logical place for her to go. If that didn't satisfy her, I hope like we see that like growth in her. Otherwise, I mean, I then could, I could then what's the point? I could see her as the villain of the second season. Cause like they kept saying you're just gonna take out somebody to 
and you're going to leave a vacuum of power. There's nothing to say she doesn't step into it. She's already there. Well, I think Renslayer would be the one to step into it. She was clearly the one going at, like when she left in the final episode. I'm looking for the person who has this total freedom and she looks power hungry enough that she could take over. Well, I thought that Kang was the one who took over because or you know the other version of him or whatever because he was like either y'all take over or you kill me and you release all these other versions of me <laughs> i mean there's that picture and of him at the him. end and then yeah the statue Owen wilson doesn't know who he is doesn't yeah. know who loki is now, so i was wondering did he go did loki was he sent to another timeline like another branch of the timeline like or was that Mobius is, who didn't know him we don't or, really know. i don't think it's the same timeline because that Mobius doesn't know who he is. Yeah. So technically, yeah. and time be. works. Time works differently in the TVA, and exactly. Which, so could be. I mean, I mean, it could be that Mobius also released all the different versions of himself as well. Because mm-hmm. now that he knows he's a variant, maybe he brought some more to come and try to work on this whole thing. I don't mm-hmm. know. There's too, there's too much to unpack at the end of Loki that you're just like, what happens next? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I honestly, I'm kind of surprised that you know you guys rated it so high. <laughs> I I love character development, especially when you character develop oh, villains. Okay. Even, even a terrible movie like Venom, anytime you're still trying to like make a bad guy kind of good, is not. I love that because the duality of that and the complexity of a person's character. Yeah. But I feel like I didn't see. I feel like I no longer saw any more of Loki's mischief, though. I feel like towards the end, he was just doing all like good, positive. Oh yeah, oh, here's what we can do. That's good. Well, it that's, wasn't any more like oh, but he can be kind of sneaky still sometimes when he mm-hmm. needs to be. <laughs> well, that's it. Kind of felt like right? oh, now he's his development is that well, so he just becomes he's just done with his two-timing well, ways. He said, he said it in the beginning. He's like, here is the illusion that a person puts out there. Right. So mm-hmm. he's tired of using his illusions to get stuff done. You know, he's no longer that person. See, and that's the, that's the <laughs> other thing. Well, I'm just like, no, because you were tired of that. Just from, just from watching the video of what's going to happen of seeing like what you did and stuff. So no, it was more oh, along the lines of like, because he did, I mean, he followed Sylvie when she went through one of the portals or whatever, you know, he, and like on their adventure on Lamentis, he was, you know, conning yeah. their way onto the train or whatever but like but yeah i see where you're coming from brianna as far as like towards the end yeah it seemed like he kind of he wasn't leaning on that side of him because he is the god of mischief you know that will always be a part of him but he wasn't the god as of outlaws wasn't seeing the mischief anymore no, i don't know i just yeah i mean i guess again i just feel like they they told us that there was supposed to be character development, but I didn't feel it. I didn't mm. feel it. Sounds like you just it. don't like this version of Loki. That doesn't, isn't mischievous. Mm, no, not necessarily. 
No, it does, that's not really what it is. Like, even if he had just become, like, just a good person, I just feel like if I had seen... It should have been longer than six episodes, that's for sure. I, I mean, I for like, sure, but I don't think he's a good person. I think he just... I don't think But that's what I'm saying person. is, like, I don't see that towards the end, the last two episodes, I didn't see him doing anything remotely mischievous. <laughs> he was being very, like save the world and let's do how do i save sylvie and da, 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 you know like i don't know That's i don't know if he was quote trying to save the world but he definitely was i'm with you sylvie wherever you want to go i'm kind of mm. like in it with you yeah that was also kind of weird to me too i don't know i just didn't i didn't feel it his some of his motivations didn't feel authentic i felt it was just a little bit i feel and i just really had grass with them not i just beyond them for me not showing the character development like i remember very specifically the moment when sylvie shows b15 or b52 whatever her name Mm -hmm. is her past or whatever i remember thinking like okay cool we're gonna see a flashback moment of like what this girl did and then, mm-hmm. you know, just her eyes change and she just starts, she just explains, I guess, what she saw. And I'm like, why couldn't y'all have just like shown us? I'm very much a show me bitch. Show me. Don't tell me. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's, it's it, I think it's one of those things where they had to cut it out. Like they had to cut somewhere. I, I really think it was supposed to be longer maybe. than six episodes. I actually, I kind of pushed back on that. I think they knew they were going to do like a tight six because they were going to get a season two. If they were in the bubble and thought like, this is going to be a one and done thing. I think this would have been longer. Yeah, hmm. Maybe. And then also like the can like the scene with Kang too, when he was explaining his story and everything, like I liked his reveal and I liked everything, but then I just felt like the story, the way they showed it, like the little clay things that he had, like that part was cool. But then I was also like, you could have done something a little bit more dynamic than that. I just feel, I don't know. I just feel like they didn't show me enough. I didn't see enough. It's weird because that's why I liked it. I liked that this whole ending after this big, huge smoke dragon that they had to vanquish and everything, all this stuff had happened. You're expecting this huge, like, huge huge fight and then it's it's just chill and have a conversation but i wasn't we expecting a fight of, either i wasn't expecting like i also liked about, what are you talking about you you got these did i say anything about in. a fight did i no, say anything got, about a fight you guys got no but the whole thing is built around that because they they, they go in with their swords out they even have it against like miss minutes and everything and it's I, all creaking there's all these statues that are broken and it's a creepy castle and then the guy shows up he's like oh hey what's up yeah, I, mean, oh. I don't know. I kind of fully expected it to be a whole Wizard of Oz yeah, behind exactly. the curtain reveal. That really wasn't surprising to me. Yeah, my issue was just that I just felt like it just could have been a little bit more dynamic of a scene. It's just all mm-hmm. I'm saying. Like he did that. He was a great job. His acting and everything. I was about to say it looked like Jonathan Majors was just like chewing it up and having like the time of his oh, life. Oh yeah, which... he loves. He's a great actor. Like the, he, the... I think he went to Juilliard or some kind of acting school. I'm not sure. He's like classically trained, but he's very good. Nice. I, I, that's that. I've never seen him in anything else before, and that performance was fantastic. 
especially watch him in the last hit. black man in san francisco mm-hmm. he's really good in that mm-hmm. if uh if there was a spot in it that really took me out of it where i was like oh i forgot i was watching the series it was like the part of the threshold where they take like two like two solid minutes and it's just him like feeling them crossing over the threshold like that could have been done in a million different ways with a million different special effects or a flash mm-hmm. of light or anything like that and it was just like he made me feel something happened mm-hmm. and then after like those two minutes he's like okay i fibbed i knew everything up until just 10 seconds ago yeah that part was we're very we're very lucky that it was jonathan majors doing mm-hmm. it because a lesser actor would not have been able to convey that yeah and I, and properly I, and i think they knew that and i think that's why they chose that way of doing it mm-hmm. yeah you know, but I, I i fully that's not the that, only you know? that's not the only instance of it though is the thing and it's gone beyond you know, they've done it with other people who were not maybe such a strong actor <laughs> as Jonathan Majors. And yeah, there were just moments that didn't stick. Well, I I, we're going to have to discreet because those, those yeah. parts with Owen Wilson, those parts. I love the parts Sylvia, with Owen I Wilson. It, and I, I loved Owen Wilson, yeah. yeah. I love the whole aesthetic too. Did I say that already? For like, just like no, the whole didn't. retro theme. I love yeah. that. The whole look and like the colors and everything. Like I thought it looked great. It was very 70s and it kind of reminded me of, you know, some of the WandaVision aesthetics that they were doing with like each decade. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciated that part of it. Unfortunately, guys, like we could keep talking for forever, but we forever. should probably. And, uh, <laughs> oh, wait, for all time, always. For all days. For all time. <laughs> always. So uh, to kind of wrap it up, I just kind of wanted to ask you now, like we are three shows and a movie into phase four overall what do you think of phase four so far what are you most Uh, excited to see phase four is just full of so much potential right now we're going in with like some really strong characters i honestly think if we didn't have spider-man kind of bridging the gap between these two phases i don't think i'd be as into it they're using a lot of similar characters, but they're not, they're definitely not the same characters that came from phase three or whatever the previous phase was because Falcon and Bucky are different. Loki's a completely different character. And now after Far From Home, Spider-Man is going to be like a very different, like responsibility of everything on top of me. So in terms of like phase four, I'm just, it's so full of potential. I haven't watched Black Widow yet, but I've heard it's fantastic. I like them doing stuff that goes back and forward, the way they're messing kind of, they already have a big concept of time in this second phase. So I'm, I'm, they're having so much fun in this one already. All the series have been, even if you're not a huge fan of like, say Falcon and the Winter Soldier or, or this one, you're still getting like so much good content in all of this. Mm -hmm. So I'm really, really excited for wherever they go fantastic four i'm actually excited for them this time around if even if it's just they haven't they haven't had a good track run but hell let's let's try it again you know let's try it one more time (laughs) oh gosh speaking of the multiverse let's get chris evans back as johnny yes and let's get michael b jordan as well yes while we're at it Uh, longer that's what i really want is i want everyone who's pulled double duty in marvel to reprise that role at some point that would be my so then so then you're excited for phase four yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Just, 
just so they could bring back two of your favorite actors. <laughs> well, Chris Evans and uh, Chris Evans, Michael B. Jordan, because Chris Evans is oh. no longer in it. Uh, yeah, he's but an I'm old not man. A super fan of Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I just want it for the. I just want it for you know, like the. It's cool. Like, okay, we're gonna bring back Chris and. What's his name? Michael B. <laughs> and Wesley Snipes. He's going to reprise his role for Blade. <laughs> exactly. Honestly, they should do that. They should have Gemma Chan as old girl from Captain Marvel. Yep. So she's pulling. She's in Eternals. Oh, right. And she, who else? Michelle Yeoh. She's doing double duty in Shang-Chi. And she was in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Mm-hmm. There's actually a lot of people who hold double duty in the mcu they should just go ahead and just do it that's what i want to see i want to say there's been an actor that's been in x-men that is now in marvel but i can't i can't think of the person just yet chris evans they do it i mean oscar isaac technically because he's going to be moon knight and he was oh Oh, that's right oh Oh, yeah he was that's right that's right see there's another one Mm. They'll probably so, yeah, have Hugh Jackman like in this one. That. They're gonna have Hugh Jackman come back and do his thing. They should oh my God. give him so. put on some CG abs and DA. They haven't. Stuff. They haven't cast a new one because you can't cast another. You can't cast another Wolverine. I'm sorry, I can't yeah. think of nobody and anyone who else they cast. I'm gonna hate. So you know what they're gonna do? They're not gonna make it. <laughs> you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna do Wolverine's daughter x23 and they're oh gonna my have god her bring her over. they should bring x23 back Daphne. they'll do it that way let yeah. her be the new wolverine i would they should do that i agree that, yeah I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm loving phase four right now i'm happy it's finally here i also have watched black widow and that episode of all of my thoughts on black widow will be coming out soon <laughs> shameless plug <laughs> I'm liking what they're doing so far. I'm liking what they are setting up. And I like it when Marvel just leans into the weirdness. And mm-hmm. we're just only going to get weirder from here. Guys, we're going to watch a movie with Christian Bale back in a superhero movie. As I like it. The, yeah. What is, uh, I'm uh, excited to see that. I forgot his name. He's going to be so good. It, he's going to be what? The God Butcher or something? I forgot his name. Of course. I'm going to it. Look it up. It's going to be good. Bale. Yeah, but he won't do the voice anymore. I think that's good. No more voice. That's fine. Like, no I more, don't no need... more gargly voice. Thank I don't you very need much. Gore Thank you. the God. <laughs> Gorant, okay. Gore the God. Gore. Sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's exactly what she said. <laughs> I was like, but Five I was trying to ago. read it. Five minutes I was trying ago. to read it and it wouldn't show. It, it wouldn't load. No, but like we are getting so much like weird cool stuff and i'm really excited to see like what happens next and i mean i'm glad that we're living in a time that the marvel drought has ended you know because we're now on the more or less on the other side of a pandemic so it has more been, marvel yeah more, give us give us all the marvel yeah yeah <laughs> I'm very excited. I was very excited to be back in the theater seeing a Marvel yeah. movie. Oh. That was like, an experience. I'm just yeah. glad since I had fun. a kid, I'm pretty much all the time in the house and I can buy that movie and watch it right yeah, here. Yeah, you can. There you, can. <laughs> there you go. Guys, thank you so much for 
being my guests and uh, being my friends and wanting to oh, talk about Loki. So it's been lovely. Of course, you know, uh, I'm always, always ready to show always it. Great. Uh-huh. Always great to be on your podcast, Meredith. As you see, I always get very excited and I always dress up for the occasion. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, listeners, you can't see Ernie right now, but he is rocking some Loki antlers and it's pretty great. <laughs> I did yeah. not dress for the occasion, but I didn't either. Oh, to think two out of three of us don't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> the ones uh, who didn't make the helmet. It's cute though. Did uh, you make did your did your son help you? No, it's all me. You it's didn't even help you make no. it. No. Oh no. He's gonna get the paint everywhere. Oh, he'll he'll, he'll get a little we're gonna do like a family variant thing probably so it's gonna be fun to have little horns on both my kids That'll and then cute. one on my wife it's gonna be cute yeah. it's gonna be cute it's gonna be so cute where can people find you ernie we'll start with you where, uh, would you like you can, to be found on oh the yeah yeah ropes? you can find me at at neo ernie both on instagram and twitter because at who? i'll be at neo ernie okay uh, it's an old username that i refuse to give up because that was me in the 90s it but i just started neo pets honestly exa- so. well yeah but it's supposed to be like neo from the matrix so that's that uh, i was thinking like heavily. neapolitan ice cream but what's great is that um <laughs> i can but i just started a new podcast on a on a network called the skywalking network uh it's a video podcast that just focuses on collecting it's called collectopolis i host Ooh. it along with a friend of mine named kevin toft who is also an adamant collector. Star Wars collection is insane. Me, I am a like hardcore video game, like retro video game collector. So it's a lot to talk about. So if you guys have a minute, uh, you know, search for us. It's called Collectopolis, kind of like a metropolis, but with collect in the front. I will put okay. it in the, in the description section of this Yeah, podcast. and I'll probably have both of you on because I'll need experts for all sorts of like collectibles. I and mean, anytime I get some Marvel stuff going or you know, any, any big, you know, collectibles that come out for various movies or anything, I'll probably have you guys on to kind of be my experts. Okay. Wow. Sounds good. <laughs> Look forward to it. You know, I love a collectible. <laughs> I'm sure I will bring this up a year from now and be like, so why haven't I been on this? Uh... <laughs> no, he's going to call us. He's going to call us next week. Right, Ernie? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> And just FYI, it's a video podcast because how are you going to do an audio collectible podcast? You got to you got to show your oh, collectibles. You have to show. You know? Yeah, I guess that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Our, our first episode's already up. It's with a guy named Jason Eaton. This guy is a gold standard for Star Wars collectibles. This guy hmm. creates ILM movie ready props like x-wings sand crawlers all that kind of stuff and oh, cool. it's like it's it's a really great interview with this guy he builds them the same way they did back in the day when they filmed star wars it's an amazing time but yeah check it out if you got a chance we will check it out yeah <laughs> brianna what about you where can the people find uh, you can find me on instagram and twitter what's my name <laughs> you want me to it's tell you at, no no okay it's at matinee m-a-t-i-n-e-e dot honey i think that one's 
Twitter and Instagram is an underscore. Or those might be reversed. I don't know. <laughs> we'll make sure the right ones are in the description. So there we go. Uh, fret not people. And as always, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Meredith Loftus. And don't forget to follow the podcast on Twitter at Fangirl Forum Pod. Thank you so much for joining. I hope you have a fantastic day.